At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let me clarify this one more time for everybody who struggles with this. When there's a small lineup, I'm going to say it's slow so we can all pick it up. We'll play smaller with Paul. When there's a big five, you play bigger with DJ. Do we all have that now? Up until the last three games, yeah. that hasn't been the case. I'm asking, what have you been Up until the last three games, look at who we've been playing. Just look at it. They've had big fives in. Okay? So against big fives, uh, because of fouling, we like DJ. Do you understand that? You we have a whole coaching staff who, I'm just going to guess, knows a little bit more. And they watch every game. They watch every practice. We believe against big five, DJ is good for us. We believe against smalls, Paul. Could we play Paul with a big five? Yeah, you could. You may get in foul trouble early in a playoff game, which could swing a game. I've been around a long time. Trust that. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, the voice of the condescending Doc Rivers there as we come back, as the Sixers stumble into the playoffs, as the four seed, and Doc's already on defense mode. We're about to go off the board here. Aaron, I think Doc took us off the board. Let's head off the board, led by Doc Rivers. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board. I did not need Doc Rivers talking down to me this morning, okay? It's Monday. It's too early for that. Um, that will go over well. I'm sure oh, it's yeah. already oh, yeah. happening. Well, you know, earlier, this, <laughs> earlier this season, he was questioned, and he didn't like the question. He asked the, the media, would you ask Greg Popovich that question? As if he's in this rarefied air. Doc oh, Rivers, get out of town. That you can't question his coaching. Un- it's unbelievable. When are they going to learn you're not going to win that? Just don't. Don't do that. And when someone pops off like that, it's it more is a reflection of why are you so stressed out, bro? Like you wouldn't be jumping down people's throats if you were just calm, cool, and collected and confident. Clearly something's going on or you wouldn't mm-hmm. be so defensive, passive aggressive, condescending, whatever you want to call it. It's just no. He needs to meditate and relax a little bit. (laughs) Go back to La La Land. He might be. Coaches are getting fired with by finding out on Twitter this morning in LA. Frank Vogel. I love that. They will let Frank Vogel know later. I think you let him know right now. I I think Frank found out thanks to uh, the reporter there. Yeah. um, 
when it comes to Doc Rivers, you're right, Aaron. He does not sound cool, calm, and collected. He sounds like a coach that's blown more 3-1 leads than anyone in NBA history. <laughs> he's, he's ready for playoff time. Yeah, don't worry. Exactly. He's not going to do it this year, Joe G, because he's not going to get one. Well, you might be right about that. All right. So uh, I guess Debo Samuel's taking a note out of Baker Mayfield's book. Uh, he scrubbed uh. his social media, unfollowed the 49ers, deletes everything team-related, he is eligible for an extension, uh, but it appears whatever's going on, he's not happy. This is kind of getting annoying now when players do this. It's Been. it's like when you're in a relationship. I had my fr my friends on the weekend. Oh yeah, my boyfriend blocked me on on my iPhone. It's like you guys are going to be back together on Wednesday. Just relax, you know. It's childish. Stop it. Right? How do what? So what's the move after that when you get blocked on the iPhone? How do you uh, reach out? How do you make contact? Honestly, if someone 80... blocked me, I'd be like, "That's I'm so done. immature and stupid. We shouldn't get back together. Keep That's it blocked. I'm gonna keep it moving. Start dating someone else. I'm sure you'll be back eventually, and it's fine." <laughs> you made it easier. Okay, so now my move is I bl I block you on all the social media apps, and you never enter my brain again. It's a wrap. <laughs> exactly. I just think it's so stupid. What relationship, I, I don't know, is going to work out if you're blocking each other every week and, and then unblocking? It's just... Has it been working for these players, though, that are doing it? <laughs> well, it no! It has. No? It didn't work didn't for it work Kyler. Didn't work for Kyler? Yeah, it, it will. I guess it worked for Russ. Russ it got out. It worked for Russ. Yeah. Oh, and he's a, he's a Super Bowl contender now, right? So he, I have a thought on, on this whole thing. Like, these players that are not yet free agents, right, who want to be the highest paid player or whatever, right, this run on wide receivers. At some point, don't the teams have to have to push back a little bit here? Like, it's a risk. Like, the team could lose them in free agency next year if they or it becomes a franchise tag thing. But, like, mm -hmm. we gave you a contract for four years when you came out of college. We're not at the end of this yet, Debo or Metcalf or Brown. And Debo's obviously the one we're talking about right now. But, like, yeah. we can't just be giving out the highest paid contract every time someone, you know – deletes an Instagram post. Like, what are we doing here? Also, Adebo, yeah. he, he was amazing last year. He might have been the most impactful non-quarterback mm -hmm. for a Porsche that season last year. He didn't do anything special his first two years. His first two years in the NFL, he averaged 45 catches, 600 yards. He was good. He's a nice wide receiver. And then he had one great year when he got a chance to do everything and run the ball, too. I mean, I, I love him. I, I want him on my team, but I don't know. Like, if I'm the 49ers, don't, don't you say, like, hey, Debo, can we ch chill out here? I totally get what you're saying, but you know, in a sense, these teams, if they want to remain competitive, they're kind of hamstrung here. When we're talking about quarterbacks and flat out playmakers, right? That that's why I I'm fine with criticizing Baker, but that Baker thing was already done. Um, <laughs> Ky Kyler, how about we put together a full season, Kyler? Can we one full season, and then we can have that conversation? Are you even top 12 at your position right now? I'm not sure that he is because we haven't been able to rely on him for an entire year, and he has these complete duds. Russell Wilson, that's different. And, and look look how it's changed the forecast for Denver. There are certain players where it's different. Devontae Adams, I don't even think he did this, but if he wanted to, well, he wanted out, he got out. He's right. a game changer. If we're doing war with football, these, these guys are higher than one. And I think the same can be said for Debo Samuel. 
So I understand why a lot of these teams give in. Like we're not seeing guards doing this for a reason because they, right. they don't have the pull. They don't have that say, but this is probably only going to continue. But I feel like Debo is in a position where he does have the say and the Niners are close and they can't afford to lose someone like him who was an impactful player last season. Um, I see where Debo's coming from. He wants to get paid. He made a difference for his team and they're a potential Super Bowl contender. They should be. Yeah, they should be a Super Bowl yep. contender. Um, it'll be interesting so. to see if they pay him. I'd like to know the quarterback, but yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So there was an interesting pine tar incident in college baseball. Um, Andrew Sundin, a three-run homer for UCF, was reversed after umpires found too much pine tar on his bat. They were playing Memphis. Um, the Memphis starting pitcher started yelling. He was ejected. And I think this all happened in like the first inning. So there's a lot of yelling, benches clearing, um, crazy things going on. But uh, it it really reminded a lot of people of the George Brett situation back in 1983. I love when these things happen because the reaction is just over the top always because it's like I, I don't think the player could ever imagine they would lose a home run or be penalized significantly or whatever it is for pine tar it's like i don't even think they think about how high they have it sometimes i mean G george brett's reaction back in the day and he was mentioned if you were listening to the um the broadcast his reaction back then i thought he was gonna just like throw the umpire out of the stadium he was so mad okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law is it me or are do we see more eruptions like this with fans and players in baseball than other sports? Am I am I wrong on that? It just feels like there's more downtime. There are more things to get upset about, whether it's an umpire with their home plate calls or a specific call here or bending the rules here or there. In basketball, you're exerting so much energy. There's not time to get that upset. Like we're moving on to the next play. Same thing in football. I feel like we do see more of these eruptions because there, there is more downtime and people get fixated on things over the course of two to three hours. So my guess is because unless you get thrown out of the game and that I feel like you could kind of control as long as you probably don't cross the line, there's no mm -hmm. penalty, right? In football, it's unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct. You lose, 50, yep. you lose yardage. In basketball, it's a, it's a technical foul, and then you're one technical away from getting out of the game. Oh, you're going to toss the manager. Big deal. 
Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's no penalty in baseball. You could, I, I think as long as you don't really cross the line in yelling, what are they going to do? <laughs> Tell you to go back to the dugout. Should they change that? I don't think so. No, I, I think it's kind of fun. I mean, it's just adds, if, like, if oh, baseball didn't want it. No, I know. But if baseball truly didn't want it, they would say that's an out if you come out here. If right. I, you, I can you warn the you. Dugout. Yeah. Right. It's like in basketball. If you uh, they have that little area, right? The coaches cross that area. The players, they're out or they're suspended the next <laughs> game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of managers, uh, our co-host here, Joe O, had his little league managerial debut. We need to know how it went. It was fun. It was fun. It was a scrimmage, so we didn't treat it. I just tried different things, played kids all over the place. Some ended up playing like three different positions. So uh, it was a lot of fun. They battled back. Uh, We were not victorious, but we weren't uh, too concerned about that. I was proud of them. They hung with a a team in a a neighboring area. Uh, Final score, 11 to 8. But it's a great experience. Some lessons learned. I'm looking forward to getting back to practice today, our next game. Next, first four, I think, are scrimmages. What was your uh, biggest takeaway lesson learned? Biggest takeaway lesson learned. Um, I'm quick. I don't want to overreact to one game, but there are certain. I'm like, okay, I think you're our best hitter. Um, You're making more contact than than I was expecting, so I'm going to move you up in the lineup. But I mean, there's going to be a lot of that over the first few times. Uh, prob- probably I, I would go and visit the mound more than I did moving forward and try to talk to the kids. I wanted to see how they react to these situations when they walk a couple of guys. And I did want to lay back and just see how they respond. You know, some had trouble with it. Some got out of it, but I think I'd go out and talk more and probably make, make more changes in uh in the innings but i since it was a scrimmage i was just like okay how many pitchers did you use there's five innings i used five pitchers yeah okay i mean that's i wasn't sure how it worked their arms aren't built up yeah i wasn't having anybody pitch a ton just like the major leagues this weekend yeah (laughs) yes yeah it's kind of similar at a much smaller scale (laughs) let's are you you scored eight runs are you playing are you a small ball team or are you like the blue jays and the phillies you're hitting the ball out we out hit the other team. Oh, we had more hits. Problem was, you know, the pitching had more walks, so that's what got us in the end. There, it was mm-hmm. one bad inning. One bad inning is the reason we lost. But I don't care about the. He the already results, sounds like a manager over here. One that, bad. I don't want to overreact. It's one game. It was one bad game. One bad inning. You sound like a post. It was. Here. It was. I uh, it. I, no, I I was I was proud of them. They hung with the other team, and, and they showed they were on par with them. And I was most pleased with the fact that they swung. Because you see these teams, they're just scared to swing. And they know at this age, if they don't swing, they're going to walk. Easter Conference playoffs talk next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.